Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. This has got to be one of the most frustrating things as a parent. You make rules for your kids to protect them. You give them boundaries to help guide them to make good choices. Then suddenly, in the middle of making or reinforcing your rules, your co-parent steps in and completely undermines everything you just told your child. Oh my goodness, I know. Of course this makes you want to scream. That person made your rules look like a suggestion and not something your child actually needs to follow. To make matters worse, you know it will happen again. So what are you going to do? Well, hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and every week I give you parenting videos that can help you in your parenting journey. If you have a particular topic or parenting question about your school-age child that you would like for me to address, please submit it at theimpactfulparent at gmail.com or by messaging me on social media, and all submissions are kept anonymous. Now, today I will talk to you about what to do when a co-parent undermines your authority. I'm going to explain what undermining looks like, what it does in your parenting relationship, and then stick around to the end because I will also be giving you tips for dealing with these frustrating situations. So let's get started. When other adults undermine a parent's authority, it can be hugely detrimental to the parent-child relationship. It doesn't matter who did the undermining, uh, whatever adult that might be. It could be a co-parent, an ex, a grandparent, a coach, a teacher, or even you. Yeah, sometimes people can subconsciously undermine another adult because they feel resentful or jealous or simply don't like how the other co-parent does things. Now, let's start with what does undermining look like? to get on the same page on our topic. So the following are ways that adults can undermine each other in their co-parenting. The first is saying things like, it's no big deal when the adult is trying to correct a child's behavior or when one parent is always the disciplinarian and the other parent gets to be fun mom or fun dad. Uh, When an adult lies to the child or covers up the child's lie for the other parent not to know. Um, When an adult uh, tells the child, don't tell mom or dad about this, all that's undermining. Another undermining way is complaining about the other parent in front of the child or disagreeing about the discipline or the rules in front of the child. When one adult changes the rules or even reduces the punishment set by the other parent, that's all considered undermining. And if an adult refuses to uphold the rules or the disciplinary actions that the other parent has established simply because that other parent isn't around, that's undermining. When one parent says yes, when the other parent says no, or when an adult tries to get the child on their side of a disagreement, or the child to favor them instead of the other parent. All undermining. Well, now that we've established what undermining might look like, 
you might be thinking that undermining is a horrible way to interact with a child. And yeah, it is. But why would somebody do this? Actually, sometimes undermining is not intentional. Parents that get less time with their children due to work or divorce, they tend to want their time with their children to be happy and enjoyable. They don't want their time with their kids to be spent arguing or disciplining. They want their child to like them and not feel disappointed when it's time to spend time with that non-custodial parent. So being a rule enforcer isn't easy. So what happens in these situations is an unintentional undermining. But the bottom line is all undermining is detrimental to the child. And the intent, it really doesn't matter. So what does undermining do? Well, studies show that children who grow up in an environment where one parent is constantly undermining the other parent, those kids are going to learn to be manipulative. These kids learn that manipulation is acceptable and helps them get what they want. Undermining is also confusing to children. It teaches kids that rules, hmm, they might be flexible, and no doesn't always mean no. This causes kids to also think that consequences are optional, and children won't take their punishments seriously. Therefore, they will often break the rules. There is a clear connection between undermining and kids lacking respect for authority. Even worse, the parent-child relationship loses respect also. Sometimes a child will feel like the adult who enforces the rules is just being mean. And now that child doesn't want to be around that parent because it seems like their rules are there for no reason. However, when parents work together to create common rules, common punishments, common consequences and boundaries, whether the parents live together or not, These parents also create an environment where their children feel like things are predictable, reliable, and it produces a lot less anxiety in the child because kids know what is expected of them and what the parent will do, no matter which parent catches them. Now, one of the worst parents could do to undermine the other in front of the child is undermining it right there, right in front of the kid. You don't want to do that. For example, if one parent tells a child that they can't be on their phone because they need to get their homework done, and then the other parent comes in to the room and says, oh, it's okay. You can do your homework later tonight. Right now, will you call grandma because she really wanted you to call her? Okay. Even though they that doesn't seem like it's intentional or to be malicious, but Statements like that teach the child that the other parent doesn't need to be listened to. So this is where it's really important that we don't undermine the other parent and the other parent doesn't undermine us. And what can we do about it? Now, the first part of your solution is to avoid power struggles. I'm going to say that again. Really In order to solve this problem, you have to avoid power struggles. This comes in two parts, avoiding power struggles with the underminer and also avoiding power struggles with your child. Let's talk about the underminer first. 
you can't control what happens outside your home. Suppose you're in a power struggle, undermining situation with a divorced co-parent. In that case, you will have to accept that you can't control what happens in their home. Period. Attempting to control what happens in other people's households will only lead you to more arguments. You can't win that battle. You can, however, take control of your own home and your own domain. Keep your rules and consequences to those rules well known and consistent because consistency and communication with your child will be your utmost goals. Those are so important, consistency and communication. Beyond enforcing your own house rules with extreme predictability, you can also work on avoiding the power struggles with your ex by sitting down with them, with your co-parent, and making consistent rules and consequences across both households. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I understand that this is so much easily, easily said than done. <laughs> I get it. And I suggest finding a co-parenting mediator who can help you communicate with that co-parent. Because if you are still married, a couple's therapist could also help. But that co-mediator is going to help you really communicate when things can be really in conflict with somebody that maybe you had a divorce with. But either way, find a time to talk with your co-parent where the two of you can be alone and not discuss the rules and consequences in front of your child. And then the goal here is to find a compromise until you can both reach an agreed upon way to do things. With your mediator, talk about things like your ideal parenting styles and values, maybe common house rules that you both can implement together, maybe discipline, and consequences for rule violations. Those are all important things to talk about. But I know what you're thinking. But what if the other parent doesn't want to cooperate or compromise with me? Okay. Then you will have to take the high road and be the best parent that you can despite the damage the other adult is doing. I know that's hard, but taking the high road it's what you need to do and it's not the easy path, especially when you are being bad mouth or undermined by, the, by another person, right? But don't sink down to their level of disrespect. You need to focus on being the role model parent that puts their child's best interest at heart and as first priority. Don't talk badly about the other parent. I can assure you that as your child grows, they will begin to see the truth. They will be able to come to their own conclusions. And when that day arrives, your child must remember you as the parent who provided the predictability in the home rules and rules that provided security and safety and trust that you aren't a person who talks badly about others when they aren't around and that you provide consistency in the home. So this brings me to avoiding power struggles with your child also, because that's gonna be the next slayer of how to prevent these underminings. Engaging in power struggles with your child sends them the message that your rules are up for debate. 
So if your child starts to argue with you, it doesn't mean you have to argue back. You can resist the temptation to yell and defend yourself. Simply redefine your boundaries and walk away. Enforce your rules with consistency. Also, consider using consequences instead of punishments. Too often, parents resort to removing everything from their child's life to make them learn uh, from the lesson or comply to their rules. And although removing privileges can be an effective way to discipline, it's not the only way. You can't punish someone for uh, better behavior to come in the future. Remember that the goal of discipline is not to punish, but rather to teach. If you want some new ideas on setting up different kinds of disciplinary consequences, I have a video for you that I will leave down below in the notes. It's called Discipline Techniques That Work. And I also have another video that you could check out. It's called Balancing Discipline and Love. Now, lastly, remember that change, it's not going to happen overnight. And it is best implemented in small steps. This can feel so frustrating because we want things to change today. But baby steps is still progress. In fact, baby steps open the opportunity for more change faster because you will be getting less resistance from your child than if you were to try to change everything all at once. So focus on one behavior at a time to be the most effective. Make a written list of things that you want to see improved and then number them in your order of importance. Then concentrate your energies on improving one item on your list at a time. Talk to your underminer, whoever that might be, and your child about one, your new goal. Two, what the change in your home is going to look like moving forward. Three, the consequences of the new rule. And four, any, priv any privileges that you can give your child for their compliance and for working with you. And then allow your child to earn privileges day by day. Match a reward and a punishment with each rule you make. Hopefully your co-parent can enforce the same rules and consequences, but still, even if they won't, you need to stay strong in your convictions and consistent in your implementation. I hope this episode helped you today. And for more information on how to navigate relationships, check out couples therapist Esther Perel's YouTube channel for more amazing videos on, on relationship topics. And if this topic or parenting question about your school-age child that you would like to see, please ask. Submit your questions by social media DM or by emailing me at theimpeccableparent at gmail.com. Plus, if you want to become a more impactful parent, download the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and it's full of episodes just like this one that will help you in your parenting journey. Investing in your family looks like learning the warning signs of certain behaviors so that you can stop the bad things before they start. It means discovering new parenting techniques to make your parenting more effective. And lastly, it's like joining a community of like-minded parents that can also uh, 
want to come together to be the best version of a parent for their child. All of this plus so much more can be found inside the Impactful Parent app. So download download it today because it's absolutely free. You got nothing to lose. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and discover how you can step up your parenting game and be a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.